It's Whatever, me. I've been in the cottage all weekend. It's summertime. It's summertime. Let's go. I brought up the summertime shirt. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it, man. Uh, Let's be back some time. Night yo, Montana. This was a vibe. You know what? Mm -hmm. Everyone was rocking. Harry Shorty got potential, I could be a sponsor. Met the backstage at the summer gym concert. Hair like Rihanna, shoe game was awesome. Tell by all if she wanted shot call. Wanna be with a ball. Not with the high, the high. She wanted shot call. Wanna be with a ball. Shot call. I could tell by all if she wanted shot call. Dipping in the lot, three in the back, two if you fat, pimping is a fat, fresh up out the street, hop, jump to the top, I'll be French Montana from the, the, the block, went so low on that, so low on the air, old white navy blue, all the way to the go round, like a thunder dragon from the South Bronx, home of the original, just another case, digging in the crate, empty out the two, they was filling them with hate, living life fast, get smiles on the speed. Yeah, just give me all the throwback vibes. Yeah. Bring you back to another place, another time. What is this, bro? <laughs> this was shortly after I feel. Yeah. Not with the hype, the hype. I can make cocaine, 3.5 kilos of a Roscoe so hard, bro? Why does Roscoe so hard? So fuck around, gave me a That was the part, he plays the part. Chickens like the queen star. Nigga tried to kill me, but I had to think up. They think I know the food. Why they keep showing my ghosts on that channel too? Let's go. Hey. I'm having dreams and nightmares. MJ Moon walking on them white squares. I'm a boss, not a capital. Pussy nigga, call me El Chapo. Trapping till a honey meal. Bill and Mansion for my killers out of Summer Hill. Bad bitches never fuck with y'all. We fuck them, then we drop them off in the muscle cars. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the vibes. I'm feeling the vibes. I appreciate that, young DJ. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I think I, I got those two tracks and not even just, I think just thinking that way because producer and I played this uh, game last night, which I think is going to be really fun. And I think it was inspired by what you brought up, which was the uh, Ox God game. Ox God, yep. So basically what we did, and I'm not sure if this is exactly how you play Ox God or whatever, but we did our own rendition where we decided to write down, we, we chopped up a, a piece of paper into grids. Yeah. And then we did like different eras, different genres, different regions. Okay. Like different producers. So we yeah, had like yeah. a, we had a Timbaland, we had an ATL. Y'all did your own a, verses. Basically, so we go song for song, and I mean, it got it got heated because we don't have a referee. <laughs> so of course you're gonna think your song is the best song. <laughs> but man, that is a <laughs> that is and and like there were shots at stake. 
So it was, yeah, it was a hell of a drinking game. I, I highly encourage so that. And I'm not sure if that's what uh, Ox God is. I mean, hey, you turn it into whatever you want it to be, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you make your own games now. That's it. So now I'm saying, like, you know, when we yeah. get back together, that's going to be a game we got to throw on the top of the list because that shit is right. fun. It's like, turn, it turns into a party vibe. and That's it. And it's, and it's competitive. Exactly. Competitive party. Let's go. <laughs> you, you never know. Patrick might just start crumping in the middle of the game for no Hey, I'm going to have to bring it back, all. yo. No reason <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, you know what? Mm. Playtime's over, Shaq. Playtime's oh. over. Oh, okay. People have been talking spicy, bro. Go for it. People have been talking spicy. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Shemit Sticks, I see you. Huh. Coming at your head. Mercedes, you can catch this heater. You talling out my name on Instagram and Twitter. So I had to drop this first one time as a I'm the number one rapper in this game. Yo, y'all forgot. I'm one half of this pod. So don't ever get it twisted. Messing with the best. But missing with the illest. Hey, hey, let's go. Don't come for me. I wasn't. I, I, Don't come I wasn't. for me. <laughs> this guy's like, I have smoke. I need to get it off my chest. I need to get it off my chest. I need Everybody to get else energy. is getting into it, so I I'm going to get into energy. it, too. There you go. Um, I wasn't. Sticks, Mercedes. Whoever I wasn't looking at uh, your camera, but uh, were you um, No. Were you freestyling or did you? I, I freestyled. Okay, good for you. Good I told you, me. I got a little liquid courage right now. I'm feeling good, bro. <laughs> I, forgot the, I forgot the towel, though, so. I might start sweating, but it's all good. <laughs> what, what, what did you make? <laughs> That's how we're starting it. All right. Yeah, what is that? Like a stone and gravel or something? Almost, almost, almost. So, I, you know, I like to do my, my after work walks. So I took a walk around the block, stopped at a Circle K, got mm-hmm. myself a, a nice large slushy. And as, so the slushy mix, though, here's, here's the thing. Got a little Coke, Coca-Cola, uh-huh. not cocaine. Yeah, got it. Little Coca-Cola. Understood. All right. I did the, they got the Sour Patch flavor. Mm-hmm. So I mixed that in there, right? And it's then... It's like almost like a Cherry Coke slushy. Exactly. And then I added a little Cherry Coke to it as well. So it was a mm. solid mix. And then, here's the kicker. Brought it back home. Add a little Appleton. Ooh. Look all rum. You probably... I remember mixing... The thing, the thing back in the day was like throwing henny, yeah, yeah, in inside the, the the beverage, and like you did not taste that shit at all. No, it just you you could put a whole Mickey in your slushy, and it would just taste like delicious slushy, and you would be <laughs> on the floor and yep. not know how it happened. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't know if you've been to uh, Vegas or um, yes, Miami, I have, but they got no, um, I okay, okay. They got the uh, Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been to one in. Uh, Bahamas. Okay. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So that's basically what I'm sipping on, bro. That's the summer vibes right now. So you already know I'm feeling good. So if Patrick ends up on his face, <laughs> that's on his, that's on him. That's how you know. Mandem, mandem. It's not with a ice thing. Thing. A war. A war. The world generous speaking. Good, y'all. What's good? We back, man. And of course, it's me. Shop like shot. You with you? With you? Tell me how your week's been, man. Truthfully, been been a stressful one. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, we like to keep it 100% real and authentic. So, um, this this week's been a grind for me. Um, just emotionally, just, just a lot. A lot's been happening. But you know, we uh we pushed through, and you know, I did take a little time out. I had to little 
take a little break. Um, so you're talking about like a social media one or are you talking about just, just like everything, just everything. Thing, everything. Different, yeah. Different points in time. Um, took a few hours away from social media, uh, throughout mm. the week and stuff like that. Um, you know, just had to let people at work know, just be a hundred percent transparent that yeah, yeah. Uh, the mental health was 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 taking a hit this week, man. So how, how does one do that in a professional environment? Because I know we don't like to get too personal when you're talking exactly. about your colleagues, and yeah. you know, there's a there's a there's a fine line there. So to you, like what? And don't mind the the noise. There's boats behind me. There's a full lake. Yeah, yeah. This man. So. We'll, we'll get we'll we'll get to where you are because that's gonna be more interesting. But sure. um, but, yeah. Uh, how, how how do you have that conversation with your colleagues? Yeah. So, I mean, luckily, like I work at a place that's very, um, I guess I don't like understanding is the easiest way to put it. So, um, you know, they've done a lot of work uh, to really encourage people to take care of, of themselves, their well-being, both physically and mentally. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really I'm starting to open up and have those transparent conversations with the the team that I'm working on a project with and stuff like that. And um, just tell them, like, hey, listen, uh this is what's going on. And yeah, I will, I will try to be here as much as possible, but I'm just going to need like whatever, an hour, the afternoon, whatever it may be. And, uh, you know, we, we take it from there, bro. So I, I understand you said that they're, they're very understanding, but like, yeah. I feel like regardless, I can't imagine a scenario where you tell an employer or colleague or whatever, like, honestly, this is what I'm dealing with. So, you know, apologies in advance if I'm slow to reply and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think there's just a level of appreciation for that, for just being human. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think so too, man. And, um, you know, everyone's going through something right now. Um, it's been a crazy, whatever, 14, 400, whatever it is, <laughs> out of days. And mm. uh, I think we're at a place in society where things are starting to change when it comes to having those conversations. Yeah. So, blood clot desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but I say all that to say, man, like, yeah. So I went through it in the beginning of the week, and uh, yeah. But I'm I'm in a good place, man. But you know, it ebbs and flows, right? This is the way life goes, and it's just mm-hmm. recognizing when you need that time. So, um, love that. Yeah, man. You're 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 a you're a role model when it comes to that kind of stuff, and I feel like it it it, it helps working at where you work now. Now that I had that experience, experience yeah, you know, knowing what it's like to work with where you're at. So I think if you can encourage more people, and we can encourage more people to be like, yo, I, I can't like just to be tra- more transparent when it comes to work and be more human, and in, in terms of in, instead of being these like diligent workhorses, you must put your eight, nine, ten hours a day yeah. in yeah. just because. Yeah. Um, cause that's just the old school mentality, which is not necessarily the the right one. Exactly. And we can, we can get into a little bit later on, but it's something mm. that, um, you know, was big in the big in the world this week, just with, uh, Naomi, um, Osaka just doing, you know, taking her stance in the tennis game and talking about how she needed to take uh, a break from the sport to, for her own mental health and well being. So, you know, there's definitely a conversation that's happening and taking place and, yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad that uh, people mm. are starting to recognize the impact that mental health has. It's, it's just as important as your physical health and well-being. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, man. But um, aside from that, bro, how you been, man? I see you, you live in you live in like that lavish life right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, so we're up like we're, what, what they call it Perflaw. I guess technically you can call it Georgina, which is like on the bottom of Lake Simcoe. 
Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's not even, I'm not even that far away from Richmond. I'm like 45 minutes north. Like yeah, I can be home quick. And now <laughs> I don't live deep. This is just not that far. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's been good. We've been here uh, about a week now. I didn't think that we uh, would make it just based off of what I told you when you know, we pulled up and producer as soon as we didn't even open the door yet of the car to get into the property. But if you know cottage country, like bugs is real. Like it's mm-hmm. different from what you might know. It's different from saying, oh, I got three mosquito bites today. It's like mosquitoes. It's random flying things that you don't know what they are. Um, I was telling her a story back, like when I went to a cottage with my other boys, like they were just like, there were these big ass moths and their colors were just crazy. And they were so big that we were just like, yo, is that Tinkerbell? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, as soon as we pulled up, like, she was just like, not really, it didn't look like she was going to leave the car. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's not like, these aren't even mosquitoes. It's not even bad. We didn't even unpack the car yet. I don't know if we can make a whole week. <laughs> you like, I was thinking you took it like African Lion Safari or something. <laughs> safari type vibes, bro. Yeah. But like, you know, we, we, we powered through it and I give her mad credit. Um, like there was a couple nights where like literally the lights were on inside the the cottage and like bugs were it looked like a plague, so it, it it can get really bad. I won't say that it doesn't. Yo, I hope you brought the deep woods, like the off deep. Woods. I have the deep woods on me right now. How do you think I'm potting outside? <laughs> That's <laughs> like next to, level, man. <laughs> you have to, but like it's been great because like I have the barbecue right behind me. I see that. So we've been barbecuing out here. We got some firewood and a fire pit. So we we roasted marshmallows one night and had a vibe out there. Um, the lake is right there. We have a dock, so I start you the go, morning and have my coffee over there. I, no, not at all. <laughs> no, no, no. You know better. We have a hot tub though. Oh, um, so yeah, we did enjoy that a couple times too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been just cool, just kicking it out here, pretty much away from it all, but still working from home, which has been awesome. So, nah, for real, for real, um, yo, yeah. I'm gonna need those offline. <laughs> I'm talking like yeah. now. <laughs> let's take it offline <laughs> let's take it offline i'm gonna need that uh that connect because mm-hmm. you know wifey and i have never been to a cottage bro so we're trying to oh man it. it's good it's good because like it really like especially if you're gonna go like the two of you yeah it's a great like teamwork exercise i find because See, it's like it's it's separate from like just going to stay in a hotel or something like yeah. that like there's certain things that need to be done there are certain things that you're going to have to do. We mentioned like killing bugs. That's definitely one of them. Yeah, but that's, like, that's my, that would be my role. Yeah, but like getting the fire started, mm-hmm. you know, like just a bunch of like miscellaneous skills that you might walk away with after a cottage <laughs> like trip. Like you know? So let, let me, let me ask, let me ask you, let's get into this. Boy. Have you experienced traditional gender roles? Like, have you, have you guys taken your place and found your, your particular strengths weaknesses uh you know have you developed through this week here's what i'm doing as you feel here's what the producer's doing um yeah just let's talk about that um yeah i think like before we even got here the like the the shopping list for the grocery store was already made so there was somewhat of a menu in mind and she like kills it in the kitchen yeah so like i know that in general like my role is always to step back and be sous chef you know, like yep. I'm, I'm <laughs> chopping up, I'm chopping up vegetables. I'm washing dishes. I'm cleaning surfaces. I'm just doing the miscellaneous things that you, you might need the extra pair of hands. So yeah, yeah. we're very good with that. Um, I love what one thing that I love, cause I'm not sure, I'm not sure how most couples are. Yeah. 
cooking and cleaning at the same time. Oh, yo, bro. Cooking and cleaning at the same time changes the game. No, it's yeah, a must. I yeah. don't know how people wait till the end. <laughs> like, I get anxiety looking at all that stuff. I'm like, nah, can't do it. Can't do it. Not happening. Yeah, like I, I'm not trying to like get a full belly and then look like, look at a mountain right? of dishes and then like conquer that after. So, um, no, we we're very good that way, and I think we've good. we've uh, we've been together long enough and had enough experiences where where we know that role. So just coming out here, yeah. it just uh, the only thing really added was like the outdoorsy stuff. For sure, that's about it. Maybe getting the hot tub ready, that kind of. Just yeah, yeah. Are you chopping firewood though? Like I see it behind nah, you. No, nah, it's been that. pre-chopped. Uh, it's pre-chopped. <laughs> There's firewood everywhere on this property. <laughs> property. <laughs> but um, no, I, I think like, yeah, we. I think you. We we came with our roles and then we just settled into them a little bit more because we had yeah. to. It's only it's only us. Exactly. exactly. So. Um, yeah, and thankfully it's not like secluded. Like there's literally a pizza pizza if we really need to. We almost did that, but we're like, nah. She ended up making her own pizza. Man, yo, shout shout out to the producer, man. She could throw tell down. you how I've been eating, man. I've been eating like crazy. I've been eating really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You about to come back extra hefty? Oh, I have to I'm, I'm taking I'm taking a whole week off of drinking for sure. Yeah. Um, I gotta eat great next week. I gotta do some cardio because we're going downtown next Saturday. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, I can't <laughs> just be living my body. best. Yeah, I can't be living my best life all the time. We both got it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, that, that's where that's where we've been at. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's been uh, it's been an interesting week as far as like headlines. A lot of the stuff that I saw that was interesting yeah. have been like just random social media headlines that I thought were hilarious situations and, and scenarios. What did you um, see? What did you see? Okay, we'll start. We'll start light. There was this right. uh, model in Dubai. I think you saw this one. The model in Dubai. So the model in Dubai basically pulled a. Remember the Bow Wow challenge? From yes, 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 yes. Um, so she ended up posing for some pictures in uh, first class, uh, and then lo and behold, another passenger exposes her. <laughs> <laughs> when they took some pictures of her sitting in coach. How do we feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad to see that the Bow Wow Challenge lives on. Mm-hmm. Even, even if no one calls it that, that's what we're calling it. It's still the Bow Wow Challenge. Still the Bow wow. You got tra- to trademark that. Stuff. That is hilarious. That's the definition of like faking it until you make it, bro. As we said before, like she literally tried to play the part and got called out. I love it. I love it. Would you, is this in your arsenal? Are you capable of such lies and deception? Nah, because I always think I'm gonna get caught. Like I, I'm, I'm like the worst person to try to like pull that stuff because I always think, man, what? I'm always thinking like, what if I get caught? How's this gonna look? Like, I'm always thinking about other people's perception, you know, which is probably not a good thing. But yeah. are you the type of person to see a Ferrari and take a picture in front of it? Not anymore. So, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I definitely yo. I don't know if you know um shops at Dob Mills. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're if you're in the city of Toronto, shout to Don Mills is definitely a spot in the upper upper East End where sometimes mm-hmm. you'll see some luxurious vehicles just rolled up. Um so I remember my first time out there, you know, I might have done that. It might still be on the gram somewhere. <laughs> what car was it? Was it worth it? Like a if R8. it's a Tesla. It's a R, no, a, it's like uh, a, a Audi R8, like souped up. Like that's my dream car, bro. So um, you know, stuff that you see Ferraris, you see all sorts of stuff like that. So um, back in the day, definitely guilty of posing up with, uh, 
stuff I can't wonder. I, I, I'm I'm sure that I must have done this too, but of like, course. but I wasn't a car guy, so like I okay. I know it was never with a car. Yeah, I don't know what I would have. I don't know, because um, I I just remember seeing my friends and like their dad like posing on their even their dad's cars and stuff, and I was I thought that was corny. Mm. If like if you can drive and we're like early twenties, and your dad has a car, would you pose in front of like your dad's sick R eight? At at that age, yeah. At t- at twenty. At twenty, yeah, of course. Why not? I I'm gonna bug my dad to take that for a spin. Like, that's that's happening. What do you mean? Okay, I'm gonna add another thing onto this. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you um do you uh pose? Uh, and the caption has something to do with you grinding and achieving some success and you're trying to motivate others with pops R8 behind you. <laughs> That's no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Those are like those, those, these are real stories. Have, I know these are like the people who do the, uh, you know, the pyramid schemes and they're like, yeah. no, <laughs> I just sold like 10 of these products, hey, got man. myself that BMW or whatever like come on man it's Don't funny you. like acn almost like they tried to yeah. get me they didn't almost have me but they tried to get me and the example was this this black dude young black dude who had an r8 and all i could remember from that entire speech was him saying yeah i got this car <laughs> like i that, that, i don't know have you ever did you ever go to a meeting of course bro <laughs> one of my boys you know one of my like one of my brethren was in ACN for years. He's probably going to hear this and, and like message me, but whatever, mm-hmm. I don't care. We, we roasted him all the time. Yo, this man would fly out to all those meetings that would happen in like Vegas or North Carolina, wherever they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'd always try to recruit. And um, I got caught up in, what's another one? Was uh, ACN Loom? and like... <laughs> yeah. uh, and, the, um, oh, uh, Amway? Amway, Primerica, like all that. Primerica, stuff, yeah, yeah. I went to the meeting, did all that stuff. Was about to take their course. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why? Why am I paying to make money? That doesn't yeah. make sense. It's like, yeah, you can make money, but like, it's it, like the product doesn't matter. It's just, it's all about just getting more people. Doesn't exactly. matter what this is. It's just getting. It's about recruiting a lot of people. Exactly. So like at that point, I realized I'm not a recruiter. I'm not getting into HR. Like that's essentially what you are. You're a recruiter at that point. Man, I was so lost. I, I sent my $200 deposit for ACN. And then literally hours later, requested my refund. I was like, nah, <laughs> fuck this. I'm not doing this. Are you serious? There's a period of time, bro. Like like how old were you? Because I feel like this happens in like your like late. T- no, this 20s. is like, I don't know how old I was, but I can tell you that it was like, Pretty much after university, yeah. trying to find a job. Yes. Uh, I didn't like the job I had. It might have been like, I don't know if it was still in the, if when I was still at the film, in the film industry or. Um, I love that's what you're calling it. I, <laughs> I got to find a cool way to swag out working at a call center, but like yeah, yeah, I yeah. could have been there too. <laughs> so I'm sure like that it, it was, you know, some of it was kind of enticing. Like, it, you know, because the product is what makes sense. Exactly. It, the exactly. product always makes sense. Of course. Yo, you know what? I almost got, <laughs> I almost got into the, uh, those studies, you know, those health studies where they give mm. you money for participating. You take a bunch of drugs. You don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. I almost, I almost did that. Man, don't you like how much do you not miss being that hungry? 
You just be starving. Just be like, yo, I can. I'll do anything for the dollar right now. I'm rubbing two nickels together. How am I gonna get this done? How am I gonna pay off my tuition? Yo, I look back up like, how do I survive, bro? Like those the early twenties, like just as you graduate, it's like the hardest time because you have this false hope that like you're gonna graduate and money's right there. Exactly, you're like, it's rough in these streets, bro. It's like a, it's really a rude awakening. And I was, I was kind of happy that like I had that year buffer when I went back to school because it gave me some time to think, but still like when I finished, I was like, all right, I'm I got a master's degree. This should be easy. (laughs) Nope. Not at all. Nope. Not at all. It don't (laughs) matter. Still grinding. Still grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. But shout out to Shorty in Dubai for trying to pull (laughs) one on people. I love it. I love it. I love um, the people I called her out on it too. I love the pettiness. Oh, that's that that is funny. Yeah. Um, another one that I saw was um this. I don't know if I have the yeah, I do. So basically, have you ever dine and dash before, Patrick? Don't lie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you were there the one time I did it, but tell me about it. What was that? <laughs> um, as we talked about university, it was a university <laughs> time. A few of us went out to... Uh, <laughs> we, was star- we was starving. <laughs> we was starving. A few of us went out to... Um, I'm not going to name the restaurant, actually. Mm, what kind we of went, restaurant was it? It's one of those like restaurants you see in a mall. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. So we went out. It was in Mississauga. Shout out to Square One. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, I wasn't there then. I don't know. It was deep. There was a lot of us, bro. There was a lot of us. It was like one of those, like, let's all hang out before, I guess, the summer or something like that. Uh, like there was one time where it was like before we like okay i think i know okay i think go 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 so there's like yo there's we're deep we're probably like 12 15 people deep and um the time the time comes to pay the bill and my bill never came bro and i i had the thought i'm like i know no one paid for me because we're all broke and And i'm like do i raise my hand and say hey i didn't get my bill um shorty never said nothing so i let it slide and i just left bro so in your head, you're like, I'm justifying this because nobody said nothing to me. They don't need the money, I guess. Yeah. She, I, I was, mean, people tipped, I'm sure. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, I was happy. My, my belly was full. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the only time, man. Otherwise, like, I felt super guilty about it uh, afterwards. But So I don't know if I have. I can't recall. And I wish I, I, wish I could share a story off the top of my head because I don't. Yeah. And I'm not saying that just because this is what I usually do to dodge things, but I swear I to God, I don't remember. Um, but there is this this woman yeah. in New York, I believe. They they were out as one is um, now that the weather's nice and they're on the patio, vibey, blah, blah, blah. Her and her homegirls decide to dine and dash. The, the, the fateful error mm-hmm. <laughs> is the fact that she forgot her keys at wow. the table. So she she went back with her and her homegirls and like every you know when somebody dine and dash have you ever been in a restaurant when somebody else does it oh, and, yeah, and yeah, like being another table and you're sitting there and you're like oh like, everybody knows yeah everybody knows they they did the walk of shame back to their table three <laughs> or four of them and um they sat down as if they just went to the washroom kind of tried to play it off but like it's it's a patio with a sidewalk like they 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 clearly left come on (laughs) and everybody was just like cracking on them i don't know like what like if you left your keys after doing doing a dine and dash is there a smart way to get them back without getting completely and utterly shamed for that's their keys now 
<laughs> like where my spare at? <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, like there, I don't think there's there's no smooth way to play that off. There's no smooth way to play that off because everyone knows. Everyone knows what you did. The server knew what you did. If I'm the server, I'd be like, nah, I didn't see the keys. You, hmm. <laughs> you know, like how do you play it off? What do you think? Because I'm just trying to think. Like, do you wait till their shift is over? No, you can't. Do you well, send somebody else? Do you pay somebody else? Oh, that's <laughs> desperate. You're 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 forking out money to get your own stuff because you didn't want to pay for your meal. So the money you could have used to pay for the meal or portion of it, you got to pay to get your stuff back. So how many times do you say sorry when you go back? <laughs> yeah, you gotta. You better tip generously. <laughs> yeah, because like, yo, that's that. I'm pretty sure it's a crime. I'm, I'm not gonna go as far as a felony. It's definitely a crime. It's, it's just crime. theft. Like, it's de- it's theft technically under, like, theft 5, under a certain amount. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a petty crime, but yeah. So if they wanted to, they could, I've seen places do like the whole trespassing, they ban you, they do all sorts, like they could go that far if they really wanted to. But like, say you dine and dash, say you're on camera, say like, is, and, I, I, and I'm just in general now, I'm going to open this up to even shoplifting. Yeah, yeah. Because like, there's this like beauty store that I went to in LA with, with producer. And it, like, there's like a whole wall of shame of all these like pictures of people it's, that are banned. It's always a beauty stories. <laughs> yeah, it's a beauty, it's story. a beauty stories. Um, is that enough to deter you from shoplifting? Or do you say, all right, I hit the lick on this one. Now I'll just go to this next <laughs> one. <laughs> Yo, you watch Superstore, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 They need Dina in this case. She needs to get on that. Mm. bro. <laughs> But <laughs> you don't I've take it too far. Oh yeah, I've seen like you know, growing up where I grew up, man. That's all people did, bro. They shoplift at every store, any store you walk into. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why half those stores in Malvern Town are not there anymore, because they just walk in, and just grab what they want, bro. I'm telling you, people go in on lunch break, they come back, they got rings on, they got chains, they got watch. I'm like, how they got G unit spinner chains. <laughs> I'm like, how are y'all swinging this? You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, man. So I don't think it's enough to deter people, bro. Like, they would they would suspend, not suspend, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah, They'd yeah. Actually, like, ban people from entering, like, SDC or something like that. It didn't matter. You know, it's funny. Now that you, you brought those up, like, I, I, okay, I don't remember a story where I dine and dashed. I yeah. don't remember a story where I stole, per se. But I definitely was an accessory. <laughs> so back in high school yeah back in high school yeah the statute of limitations is long past um the the, the cafeteria they, they like they would have like these doors that would just close down to where like they would typically serve people mm. they didn't lock this like you can literally like lift this up wow like i said we was hungry <laughs> This is high school, so we was extra hungry. Of course, of course. Nobody's employed. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I used to have a cinnamon roll for breakfast, <laughs> beef patty for lunch, maybe a cookie for lunch sometimes, the big cookie for yeah, 75 yeah. cents. Yes. That they eventually made 225 by the time I 275. Robbery. Inflation was nuts. Um, anyways, we was hungry. Mm-hmm. So we finished basketball practice. All the dudes that don't have a job don't have no money <laughs> and have to wait like 40 minutes for the bus to come. Yeah. So I just remember standing outside and being lookout when men's were taking orders. 
<laughs> They're like, what do you want? They're like, what do you want? So homies lifted up the thing, Yo. filled a garbage bag full of snacks. Yo. <laughs> and yeah, and then, you know, we ate, we ate good. Of course. We ate of good. Course. <laughs> Damn. Yo, you know what would have been the next hustle? If what? you all flipped that. The things that we were... What were people flipping in your high school? Because I know it was crazy for oh, sure. I, off was, the top of my head, yeah, I know um, people used to take the transfers. They used to steal the tra- <laughs> bus transfers from the bus driver. The whole stack. How do you steal this? They right. just, when he's not looking, they steal the whole stack and they have to punch in the date and time that it's valid. So it's non-punched so they can use the transfers whenever. Yeah. So these dummies would like hop on like after school's done, hop on with a transfer and the bus drivers would eventually catch on and be like, yo, why are you using a transfer outside of a bu- outside of your school? You just finished school. But that was a de- oh, that was definitely one. There was another one where they were printing tickets. OK, that's next level, bro. People would print tickets and like glue it and like they, arts and crafts for real. Oh, I'm telling you, yeah. stuff people like if only they use their power for good. Remember, <laughs> I remember the bus tickets. I've seen people split the bus tickets in half. What do you mean split the bus tickets in half? Like the, the the physical... The physical ticket. I don't know if you remember TTC bus tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fans would find a way. Like, you need to be like a surgeon with a knife. They split that in half, bro. You split the bus ticket in half, but what? Are you are you putting it in like it's folded or what? Yeah, you just drop that in. So you're basically getting two fares out of that one ticket. Man. <laughs> used, the, the only thing that I used to do for sure with TTC was like... When I'm on, when I'm at Finch Station, getting yeah. on the the subway, I put in like 125 on the fares, like 350 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Just walk really fast, dump the change in while everybody's lined up. But you know the man knows. You know the bus driver knows. You know one the time the man, the one time that I paid full fare, and just was in a rush, yeah. he's like, "No, you didn't put the right amount in." And I, I was arguing with this guy. I'm like, "No, I did." <laughs> <laughs> The one time, the one time you actually pay the fare, <laughs> but um, yo, at my high school, <laughs> yo, it's funny. The same dude who did ACN, so I know I'm gonna hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. Um, Shout out dad, to you, sir. Thank you for the content. Really appreciate you, you. His dad had a convenience store back in the day when we were in high school, right? So mm-hmm. my dude would come back with um, this is the era where like fitteds and spinner chains and like still yo, one. Remember the remember the the fitteds with the NBA logos like that era. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the, the multiple the, patches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so we're yeah. talking of that era and sunglasses like the mm-hmm. um the Kanye like Ugh. stronger sunglasses like that. Gross. Era. Yeah, yeah. But so my dude would get the supply from his pops. I don't know if he took it, if he whatever made a deal with him. I don't know. He would his locker, which was supposed to be for books and school supplies, decked out and all that gear. So you hit him up. I'd be like, yo, I got a hat, 15 bucks for the hat, or watches 15. Like, <laughs> yo, to the point where, like, <laughs> the principal had to come and they had to basically escort him out with all his goods. They're like, yo, you can't be selling this merchandise on school. What property. the hell? This guy was a serious vendor. He was making money and he had, like, the, the convenience store um, snacks. So he had, like, that aloe drink. <laughs> You'd go buy the aloe drink from this <laughs> random hustler kid? Yo, two bucks, what do you mean? Like, and he gave you one for free because it was new. This is when Aloe was new on the market, too. So it's only a natural progression that this hustler kid would have done I'm something in ACN. You. I'm telling you, right? So, yo, shout out to him, man. Like, 
He's definitely a real estate agent today. He should be. He's definitely a real estate agent today. He should be. Mortgage broker. (laughs) I'm telling you, right? But that's the flex, man. That's the biggest hustle I've seen someone pull in like in high school. That's funny. Um, I don't even know how I was getting money in high school. Uh, that's a that's a funny whole uh, tangent. We was just getting. Into I started. That. I started working at sixteen, bro. That's that's how it was. Doing what? I was at Athletes World, bro. Selling shoes. Yeah. Early. I, I've been selling shoes from early, bro. So then you never was the plug and like flipped a shoe for profit. Was too, was too statute good. of limitations is over you was you was hungry nah, i was too good for that i should have i know people who were and i was like no i'm gonna get caught i don't want to bro stupid, stupid. Ah, yeah you missed out on that on that wave i'm telling you man this is when we had J- jays were oh man i missed out <laughs> okay how about this hustle yeah. how about this hustle so it's, it's a rumor allegedly mm-hmm. but allegedly this stripper says that um kanye west paid her $15,000 um, only to listen to him talk for three hours. So so <laughs> a woman's claiming that Kanye West visited the strip club she worked at and stayed for about four hours, but he, but his visit was unlike many other famous rappers that booked tables at the club. According to the bartender, the 2020 presidential candidate... <laughs> <laughs> Um, didn't order any alcoholic beverages right. and wasn't interested in booking any private time with the dancers. Instead, he allegedly stayed at the bar, sipped water with ice, and spoke about how he believes he's a true descendant of his creator. Do you believe that this is real or fake? Yo, this is hard because, like, <laughs> this is just, I want to <laughs> say fake, but it's Kanye. So I'm like, I feel like he would actually do this. I can see a broken-hearted Kanye going to a strip club to just to just talk. Yeah, he's hurt, man. So he's going there because he wants to see the booty. But then he has this revelation. He's like, she's twerking. And then he starts crying and just starts talking <laughs> and just still continues to throw money at her. <laughs> just that's, that's a sad-ass visual. It's going to be a video. His next album is going gonna, gonna to slap. It just makes me really understand. Like, I, I can't imagine what kind of conversations that he would have with, with uh, Kim. Like, what was uh, a deep conversation at dinner, mano a mano, you know, no friends, yeah. no, I was about to say Stormy, you know, one of their Northwest, uh, Northwest Chi or something. Chicago West. Chi West. Chicago West. North. And yeah. East Coast. Yeah. Um, 30 South. Anyways, all of those directions, aka children, were, are not present. Yeah. It's just Kim and Kanye. They just had a dinner. It's a date night. I can't imagine that conversation or what the conversation is. I feel like it's a conversation, but neither one of them is listening to the other. So they're talking yes. to themselves. Just yeah. Because like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I mean, Kim's level of narcissism. Like a nice person, but there's definitely a level of narcissism. I, I think, yeah, to your point, like just, you can see, sorry, I'm fighting oh, this man's the nature. Jeez, they're attacking, they're swarming. <laughs> um, the level of narcissism there, yeah. basically like, it's where like Kim is just like talking to herself and then Kanye waits and then he's going to go and talk to himself. And it, it just, it, it worked long enough. <laughs> I, I guess I, I will say it. I, I do feel bad for her. Um, I don't know if this was me. for Kim for Kim. Cause I saw a video, I saw a clip where, um, you know, it's for the last season of uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. So who knows? It could all be scripted, but she was literally saying how like, 
breaking down and crying at the fact that this is her third failed marriage. She really tried she, to make this work and Kanye deserves to be with someone who um, was willing to sacrifice and move around with him and is willing to sacrifice to make his dreams come true. And she just wasn't at that point anymore. Um, so I, I, I felt for her in that moment, man, because mm. I'm like, that, that's, that seemed real. It seemed authentic. Um, the fact that she was alluding to the fact that, you know, this is the third marriage that didn't work out for her. I, I, yeah, I feel for her there. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I do. I do <laughs> like it, it. No, it sucks. Like you get married three times that there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing amazing about that. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I do think that there might've been like a veil of narcissism that allowed the relationship to persist and exist as long as it did. Oh, definitely. But that's definitely. just like some random person in Toronto, Ontario that knows nothing about two people. So yeah, yeah. But I, I need the story to be true. Like it, it, the stripper true. I believe it. Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine him. Like, I can just, I don't know. Like back to the narcissism thing. He just yeah. needs somebody to absorb his bullshit, and maybe the people that know him and fuck with him and and all of that, they've already heard it, and maybe it's now deaf ears, and he's just like, he needs to talk to somebody else. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I'm. She was there doing her thing. You maybe know, that's what he thinks. That maybe that's his type of intimacy. Me just clap, getting my shit off. Yeah. And he's just <laughs> clapping tears, just down his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I have another failed marriage scenario. Oh, jeez. Okay, so this is in India. I'm going to read the story and we can divulge after I give you all the details. I'm not sure if you read everything. I'm, I, I think we, we had this in our chat. Yeah, go for it, though. So, after a bride dropped dead from a heart attack at her wedding, yes. her sister stepped in to make sure that, quote, a good man did not go to waste. So, wow. um, and the, and I'm going to, I'm sorry, I don't want to butcher these names, but I'm going to try just because there's a few people in the story. Right. Indian bride named Serbi suffered a sudden heart attack during her big day. Um, moments after exchanging garlands with her husband-to-be, Manjesh Kumar. A doctor from a nearby village responded to the scene but was unable to save Serbi. Determined, <laughs> determined to carry on with the festivities, Serbi's sister, Nisha, decided to marry Manjesh instead. The family kept Serbi's body in a separate room while the ceremony took place. Wait, she, was she was later cremated. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know that so, part of the story. Oh, man. Ima imagine, you know, the worst happens at a, at a wedding where yeah. the bride passes away at the actual ceremony as, gotcha. you know, things are happening. Yeah. The sister steps up and says, you know what? I, I got this. I got this. We're all here already. Yeah. My cousins from Jamaica are here. <laughs> you know, the my cousins from England are here. From England, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um you know, we got to like I might as well. He's a he's a decent guy. Yeah. Hey. I'm I'm going to marry him. Not all heroes wear capes, man. Not all heroes wear capes. Is is that not crazy? Yeah, no, it's nuts. It's actually like the <laughs> craziest story I've ever heard. Um like what? In that instance, you just had a death in your family. And your first thought is, hey, let's let me step up. Let, not even step up. Let me go marry this man right now after my sister just died tragically, instantly. 
but we're yeah, gonna put exactly. her in a separate room in the sep- the separate room part That's yeah like what <laughs> so we're gonna proceed with the festivities and everyone's gonna have a good time but meanwhile she's over there like decaying like come on what so, like i i what the, the most messed up part about it is the fact that there's all these complicit people that are just like yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we about to get canceled now. <laughs> well, that was, that's just accurate. Fair. Uh, anyways, all I'm trying to say <laughs> is that it's weird that it's weird. somebody would like somebody passes away, the bride to be passes away, and then yeah. the sister steps up and says, "I'm going to do it," and everybody around is like, "All right, sounds good. Like, yeah. Let's let's turn up. We here anyways." Bro, is this a TV and, show? Is this a different world? Is this like our Fresh Prince? I have I have uh, I have a couple quotes. Yeah. So one of one of Serbi, so Serbi's the woman who passed away. So one of Serbi's uncles uh, explained to Mail Online that it was a quote tough call to carry on with the wedding. Serbi's brother Sarab stated that it's hard to believe a dead body was in the other room and a bride was being prepared in the next one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> if it's hard, then why did you do it? Why didn't no one say, hey, you know what? This is kind of crazy. Can we mourn? Can we, like, do this at a different time? Maximizing resource, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm surprised they didn't do a two-in-one. Do you get a special? You already have, like, your shaman or or your, your, your uh, everyone, the whole family's there. You've got all the stuff you need. Just do a marriage and funeral combined, like two-for-one special. Hey, you know what? Actually, as as fucked up as this is, okay, I'm gonna I'm thinking – Maybe this was an arranged marriage. Mm. So, like, she she didn't know the man she was going to marry anyways. Right. And the quote where the sister is saying she didn't want a, quote, good man good to man. go to waste. Right. Makes a little bit more sense if that is the scenario. Mm. Are you somewhat understanding if no. that's the situation? No. No. <laughs> no. Don't give me that. That's the weakest. No. There's no justifying this. This is just crazy. This is wrong. You can't you can't do this. Not right there. If you want to marry the man, give it some time. Not in the other she's in the other room. What are you doing? In the other room. In like the do other you think room. Do you think people like you can smell it? Jesus. It doesn't happen that fast. I know. Um I know. do you think people like during the ceremony? Went to like you know certain parts during the sorry not the ceremony the the uh, the reception went over there to pay their respects as they were like half lit you um, know just taking a break from <laughs> dancing yeah I mean there's always a period in the night when you're lit where it gets a little like sentimental and slow so while they're playing the slow so that music, was the spot maybe that's the spot where it's like yeah let's go pay our respects right now see the funny thing is is that's also coincidentally the same situation where people are the same place where people typically are um, like rolling weed and shit. So does that really become like the, <laughs> the ton up spot? <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Hey, maybe man, different cultures, man. Different strokes for different folks, man. Um, he, nah, me saw. <laughs> Not happening. What? I can't even imagine that scenario as I prepare for my wedding. Like what? <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> But actually, hold on. Question. Okay. Not okay. not that I would do this, but I'm quite. I'm wondering. Mm. They, it doesn't say if they were twins, were they? No, it does not say. Okay. I wonder why. Does that make it better? <laughs> just because they <laughs> no, look I'm the same. Asking, I'm just asking. I'm just asking, man. 
<laughs> the story's crazy enough. Like, I didn't know. No, no, that's all I've got. I think that story, there's no justification for it. I don't know if there's a, there's an aha. Okay. This makes a whole lot more sense moment out of that. Yeah, what we got. I, I don't understand the culture. Uh, or sorry, I don't know the culture. So maybe yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You know, um this is normal. But uh, <laughs> all the all the best to them and uh yeah, much success. Much success. <laughs> <laughs> um where do we go from here? I, was, I have some other ones that I'm wondering if we have any uh relationship topics we can go into since we're already kind of here. Oh man. Uh, oh. what do you got? Not necessarily a relationship, but you mentioned you brought up uh, Naomi Osaka at the upfront and mm-hmm. mental mental health, and I want to just go back into into that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me, man. Um, so I guess I could give a little bit of synopsis on the situation, and we can go mm-hmm. from there. Um, so essentially, Naomi, she is an amazing uh, tennis player, um, multiple champion, multiple time champion. She might be ranked number one in the world, if I'm not mistaken, right now, and. Uh, young 2022 i believe and uh been killing the tennis game Um, she earned over 55 million dollars last year uh and from tennis and endorsements and all that stuff so she's a big name man um it's a new serena definitely definitely and she's been an advocate for all things social justice reform over the past um year Year and a bit uh even before that but definitely you've Mm -hmm. seen it more as uh black lives matter movement took off and stuff so she's been doing her thing um but she came onto the scene, you know, she's, uh, I believe half Japanese and half Haitian. Um, mm. so she came onto the scene and was very shy, very timid person. Um, great tennis player, but did not feel comfortable. You could see was not comfortable in front of uh, like being a spectacle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She just wants to play tennis and mm-hmm. she's really good. Um, so as she's gotten more successful, obviously there's been more speaking engagements and things of like that where she came and said that, uh, you know what? This is really hard for her. She often feels depressed and and uh, anxious and suffers anxiety from having to do these media interviews after matches and uh, said she wasn't going to do them for the French Open, which is happening now. Uh, Are they obligated to do that? Like, yes. I know the NBA, it's part of their contract. Yeah, so yeah. you get fined so, if you don't talk to the media. But. Exactly. So like every other league, every other uh, sporting governing body, it's part of their contractual obligation where these athletes they make these deals with the TV partners. It's part of the mm-hmm. deal, right? So she knew that. She said, you know what? I'll take the fine. I'll pay the fine. I won't do these uh, speaking engagements. Then the tennis governing body came back and said, you know what? If you don't do this, you can actually face expulsion. Like we can kick you mm-hmm. off the, the the tournament, off the tour. Um, it became a big controversy surrounding the tournament as it was kicking off. Um, so she did first two matches and, you know, came out after the second match and said, you know what? I can't do this. I am take, I'm withdrawing from the tournament. I'm not going to play. This is not good for my mental health. And it became a huge talking point. A lot of people, uh, felt like she went about it the wrong way. She shouldn't have done it. She should suck it up and play. And then you have people on the other side who were supporting her, understanding where she's coming from. Um, but it's been a huge thing in, in, in pop culture, um, this past week for sure. So I think it's really funny. Like a few years ago when I started like getting really critical of like just media coverage and whatnot, because it was something that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just find it like overwhelming the amount of press that 
these athletes have to go through you know, on the in- interviews, same topics and same questions that they have to go through. Um, and it's like day in, day out. So it's like a rinse and repeat type situation. You know, I wake up, uh, I go to shoot around after shoot around. I answer some questions from the reporters and then I, I go to sleep. Then I go to the arena. Uh, so there's some pregame um, uh, questions that I might have to answer, play the game. Game is done. I got to answer some more questions, go to sleep. It, like it's just it's it's ridiculous yeah. and like it's not even like the the content varies too much unless they're asking about social justice issues they're asking about uh free agency they're asking about well that's even kind of the yeah, same after the same a while because yeah. that becomes the same thing for a whole season <laughs> exactly um, it's it, like if they're talking about like if you're lebron james they're talking about space jam or something it's not really often that they talk about random things like shoe yeah. drops and yeah. cultural stuff that it's like more of an interesting conversation for unless you're being profiled for a piece or something like that exactly yeah so i think it's i don't know how you what you think about just the sports like the amount of coverage and the amount of uh interviews that these players have to these athletes have to to go through because i think it's honestly a ridiculous amount that uh is unnecessary if you really think about it like they they do it to just fill yeah. content calendars and <laughs> yes. and uh, broadcast schedules and stuff like that so that there's stuff there but like we don't need to hear from these guys as much as we do yeah I, I i'm i'm torn because i understand both sides of it and um i think it's a scenario where um you know the players i'm not gonna say they they shouldn't speak i just don't think it should be mandatory and written in their contracts that they have to do these obligations because mm-hmm. there's some players who give really good insight and you want to hear from them and they should continue doing that if they feel comfortable. But we're in a day and age where athletes personalities don't really need traditional media. Like Mm -hmm. they all have their own platforms that are often bigger than these media outlets to get their message. But there's some players though. And I I get there's, that's why there, I I get why there's some balance. So you look at like a, an Osaka, cause you mentioned that she was very timid um, earlier on, especially um, we've experienced Kawhi Leonard for a year and that guy did not want to talk to no. anybody. If he didn't have to, he was not going to do it. Only Serge Ibaka, so like, that was it. Exactly. So it's like these these types of personalities where you kind of do want to hear from them a little bit. I think you do have to, there is there is definitely a purpose. For sure. But I don't. I still think that there's such thing as overkill. Yeah, yeah. Especially like when it comes to the repetitive questions. I mean... Mm-hmm. Serena Williams, if we go back to tennis, she, uh, I don't have the clip, but um, you, you can definitely find it. She's had this throughout her, her mm. 20 odd career where, um, you know, she's had moments where she said, I don't want to be here. Like, I'm tired. I just played these, this exhausting <laughs> match. I've been training. I haven't slept. Uh, she's got a newborn. Like, she doesn't want to be here answering your questions. And you guys are asking, the media is asking the same questions. Like, at least diversify make it interesting for yeah. the, for the athlete but they and it they sucks don't. it sucks because i think oftentimes the media just feels like what do you mean all you got to do is a- answer these questions we're putting you on a pedestal yeah come on like answer these questions do it with a smile and be happy that you're in this position but like if you're the uh, you're, if you're the person in the chair it's hard it's hard sure. and, and like i think that that the the honor of being a spectacle and being worthy of people wanting to know a little bit more about you and your process and all of that stuff fades after you're just in it. And it's just like, think about it, like in terms of work, like an, imagine we add like an extra status call yes. on your work day. <clears throat> um, and you already have two other status calls where they kind of overlap because mm-hmm. certain people are in these two other meetings, but we added a third one because 
of X reason. There's just one other person that we added to this third one. And now you got to do three status calls. You're going to hate that third status call. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you're going to say, there's no point in me doing this. I'm wasting no. my time. I am exhausted. Yeah. You're going to dread it. And it's the same thing. And I get it. But to say that though, I do understand they have these obligations. It's part of their contract. It's part of the deal that they get. They make money off of this. It's part of the collective bargaining in these leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's, there's just needs to be a balance. I think media, traditional media has not evolved with the times and these sports leagues have Thanks. not evolved with the times and they need to do that. They need to adjust to the era that we're in, man. It's yeah. a different era. I think, yeah. Um, traditional media around sports hasn't really evolved because they see like digital media as being a plus. Mm-hmm. And now the only thing that they've done to evolve and adapt is say, we just need more. Right. We're going to cut things up a billion ways. Yeah. We're going to package it up to you and serve it up to you in all kinds of ways. And realistically, you just, we just like, we're overloading it. We're all, we're every, there's so many different ways that we're fighting for each other's uh, attention. Yeah. And it just Bro- becomes, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's overkill after a while. It is man. And like, I've gotten into the routine where uh, my afternoons, I have uh, the TV on in the background. Right. And I've got goes from first take to, uh, highly questionable to uh, Jalen and Jacoby to how do you jump do that? That's a lot. To, That's a uh, lot. And now it started to hit me. I'm like, I can't listen to these anymore because <laughs> you got to choose like one. <laughs> it's the same topics, right? There's only so much they could cover. It's the same topics on all the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, they're arguing the same points, taking mm-hmm. the same quotes. So it's like you said, they're taking the same media and they, they just serve it to us differently. And it's like, come on, nah. Need a deep, you got to shake something up here. There's got to be something different. Yeah. You guys have provided me. Yeah, exactly. So to me, like, it doesn't even matter what Naomi Osaka would have said. Like I'm standing with her. Like, I think that it, there is a toll that all of this can take. It's, it's overkill. It's, it's, it's extra work. It's repetitiveness. It's just like people in your business. Imagine me asking, yo, Patrick. So what do you think about this all the time, every single day? And like, how much insight are we really getting from these athletes? Like, I get no, it. You're it's getting like, a quote for an article. You're getting right. a quote for for a, a little clip. Like, it's it. It's you're not getting thing. real insight, but you're you're getting it from their mouth, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's the only advantage. Got to play better on D. Uh, you know, and and we make fun of like hockey players because they're the they're most the important players. But what do we expect? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, you know the puck the puck bounced our way. Do they say that? I feel like that's something they would say. I don't think no. the puck bounces. Well, it's not the puck to, bounces sometimes. You catch it and you put it down on the on the ice, right? Oh man! I'll ask, I'll, yeah, oh, wait, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? Why are they the most consistent franchise in the worst way possible? <laughs> like it's it like it was just a hilarious joke to me, and like just laughing that we just got exited in the first round after such a promising season. And I don't really want to go into a full hockey no, chat, no, no, but no. like, is like was the Tavares injury like that big of a deal? Because if it is, I'll go easy on these guys. If not, then they, they, wow. I, th- I think they would have lost anyone. Like they had enough talent. I mean, Tavares is one hell of a player, right? He's a captain for a reason, but they had enough talent to win this series and they just blew it. They just choked. Oh, okay. Their main stars, like how can I equate? Okay. Good <laughs> analogy that uh, my physiotherapist said to me this week. Are you they, old? Uh, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> they are essentially the Raptors with Kyle Lowry and DeRozan. So like this, this, uh, this team right now, this team right now. So, you know, great regular season team, but they got to, 
The only difference is the Raptors are losing to LeBron, arguably mm-hmm. the second greatest player of all time. The Leafs are not losing to someone of that caliber. So they just perform great regular season and they choke in the offseason. I mean, in the in the postseason. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I had to bring it to basketball for you because I know that's what you No, do. that makes more sense. It's just, yeah. that's really annoying. I was hoping yeah. that I'd get a ring this year, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I know you joined a little, a little too late. <laughs> I know. Do <laughs> um, you know what, what is, I, I think, I don't know. Do you have anything else on your list? I have one funny clip. <laughs> that I I, I want to play that is still in the basketball world, but let's go, let's go to your funny clip. Let's stay in sports for a second. So it's uh it's it's LeBron James. Uh, he's on his show, The Shop, and he's talking about um the trauma that he faces um or faced after being in the bubble for three months straight, oh, let's play. Let's and play. how he there's no chance in hell that Orlando could ever sign him. He, that he could ever be traded to Orlando. Like, there's no way he's ever playing basketball um, in, in that city. So <laughs> here we go. How long did you practice to get ready for it? Like three months. Oh, uh, shit, yeah. you put the real work in. I moved to Orlando three months, like training every day, every day, every day. I am not record any song. I didn't... Uh, anything about music. He moved to Orlando. Put his career I don't want to visit Orlando. No. <laughs> he moved there. Yeah. And that's part of the reason I haven't taken, taken my, my, my daughter to Disney World. I'm not, <laughs> I had to go to the, you guys understand. Anytime wait, I hear wait, Orlando wait, right wait, now, wait, I get wait, I get PTSD. Wait, yeah. I was in a yeah. bubble. Wait, wait, so Orlando has, no ch- Orlando has no chance of free agency? They have no chance. <laughs> what if you get traded to Orlando? I'm not going. I'm just retired. It's I'm over. just retired. It's over. Yeah, LeBron has been traded to Orlando. LeBron lives in Malibu. He's <laughs> not going. Oh man, yo, uh, we need to we need to call up. We need to ask our friend Terrence about this, man. How he feels. Word. About that's him. actually hilarious. That's a hilarious <laughs> conversation. I gotta hold that. I gotta hold that thought for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got. We got. He'll probably give a nice little. Uh, clutch sports political answer <laughs> exactly. and, and say something like, oh, I can understand the PTSD from the bubble. <laughs> like something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yo, that is that is hilarious. I watched that episode of the of the uh, the shop. It was good. But I don't, man, there's certain markets, come on, we know, there's certain markets that no one's trying to go to. Let's be Utah honest. is never going to have oh, somebody no. amazing. That is the never worst place. If, like, no. if I got drafted to Utah, I would demand a trade. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm not going there. I'm not going to Utah. Um, in the NBA, I think that actually might... No, okay. Indiana. Indiana, not happening. I'm not playing in Indiana. I'm not playing in Oklahoma City. Yeah, no. Um, no, those are definitely the three. Not doing Charlotte. Boston. Oh, yeah, not Boston. Charlotte, I, I can kind of do Charlotte. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that's hilarious. Um, what do you think about, like, I think we, we kind of talked a, a, about it last week, but you mentioned Boston and it made me think about the whole situation that's happened there where they're, you know, they talk about Kyrie, but then also, um, you know, he came out and said he experienced racism in Boston and then Boston mm-hmm. fans were booing him like crazy and all that sort of stuff. Like, do you think people should have just like heard him out and just took it for what it is and said, you know, do you what? know, like, do you know what that response is though, to me? Yeah. Like. 
so Kyrie saying that the Boston fans were racist and he had bad experiences over there and calling them out for what it was. Their response being booze in the stadium is the same thing as you telling one of your white homies or your your white colleagues that you're being racist. And they're going to, instead of boo, they're going to be like, I'm not racist. They're going to take offense. And they're going to be like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was them basically saying, like be, being in denial to and, and refusing to listen to, to what Kyrie was saying. Because obviously it's like, come on. Yeah. We've heard so many stories. So many stories. We've heard so many stories about Boston. So, um, yeah, that, that, that I, I'm, I'm here and I'm, ha- I'm happy that he's not waiting until like years later. When he Trust. was finished and said, you know what? When I played in Boston, that was pretty racist. <laughs> like, so yeah. no, say it now. Say it now. Yeah, say it now. Let them know. Get off your chest. Didn't Marcus Smart say something like that? And he currently plays for Boston. So. Oh, damn. I, I think he one. came out and said he had certain experiences or something like that. Because I think Danny Ainger, one of the other um, higher ups, yeah. um, basically refuted what he said, uh, what Kyrie said. But like, there's been like he basically said that there's been like nobody's complained about that in the past like twenty years or something like that. And somebody else said, "No, Marcus Smart admitted it." <laughs> so like, actually, he's yeah. currently playing there. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's a, that's a crazy city. So that's definitely on the list of places I would not go, not play. I don't even want to visit that city. Let's just put it that way. I'm not like trying to take. Yeah, a trip I've been. I, I went there twice when I was uh, in high school for basketball. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah, I got um, family there, but. I liked it in the gym. <laughs> Austin was really cool when I was gym. in the gym. Yeah, playing ball. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fair. <laughs> nah, it's hilarious, man. Um, let's see. Any last thoughts do we have here? Okay, uh, how about this yeah. one? Just because we mentioned at the top, and I think this is a question that you had hypothetically on here for a minute, I think it would be a good game to end off of because I ended. I, we, we talked about the Ox God yes, sir. game. Or yes, whatever you sir. want to call it. You put on here if Tupac appeared today out of the blue. Yes. And you know, you had your phone connected to the your your, your Spotify or Apple music connected to the JBL speaker. Yeah. And he said, Yo, Patrick, mm. what play me the best artist? Yeah. Since he's since is, he's been down. Since he since he's passed away. Okay. Um, who okay. are you playing? And I think just in fairness and like to narrow it a little bit because we can't get too wide. Yeah. Let's keep it hip hop. All right. I mean, that's bro. Is there even a, even a question? Like, <laughs> I was just making sure. I didn't want you to say like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who you'd say. Yeah. I was like, who are you going to say? Blue face. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be Drake, right? I well, think it's got to be Drake. I want to. I want no. I want to. I want to find a reason to say not Drake. Okay. Okay. Is that if, and if it's Drake, what what song are you playing? That kind of oh like. Man. See, that's the that's the one that's hard. It's like which era Drake do you go with? For me, I might do something off. Nothing was the same because I, I love that album. Like what? Oh man, Tuscan Leather. Tuscan Leather. I believe is the title that I'm thinking. Tuscan of. Leather is a good one, and I like. I think Drake said that that's like his favorite song that he's hey, made or hey, something like that. So I'm there you go. It. I'm with it. What um, are you playing? Best artist since he's passed. If not Drake. If we take Drake out of it. Then... Take Drake out. Yeah. I'm going to have to say. I'm 
It's tough. I I don't know. I don't know. I think <laughs> you know what I would have to say. It would have to be like an era or like an artist period or a run that I would want to reminisce with Tupac on. I'm surprised you didn't say like someone from the South then because Tupac, he was, I mean, he was around for the emergence of the South, but it's, the I think sound in, is different. Well, yeah, in general, I think it would be really cool to show him like, yo, this is what trap music is. Yeah. This is trap or die listen to this whole album it was crazy let me just see your reaction so i can see what you feel about it but realistically that's not what i would say because that's not the, that's not the question it's not like that's true that's, that's true. The, that's true. What, what would you try to put him on <laughs> yeah, to because yeah, yeah. i think the answer for me would be something like that i would want to show him uh future i'd want i maybe i'd want to show him some uk drill because that I was would just about probably to say, blow his mind right because like tupac died in 90 96 because biggie was 97 so 96 mm-hmm. oh yeah he yeah, he didn't know. Yeah, he missed a lot. Yeah. I mean, the biggest artist from the South at that point was um, Outkast. Uh, In 96. No Limit No limit Records was still popular. Yeah. 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 But like, yeah, he didn't really, he didn't really who, get the Who would you pick? It's a big, it's a big question. I know, right? Because like, there's a lot of like, um, where like he was doing the Drought 3, the Carter 3, Sorry, drought four, card of three, like yeah. that that era. Yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to show him that. Okay, I think he, I think he, I think he rock with that. I think he'd be like, I'm trying to go like West Coast ish as well. <laughs> you got to show him some, you know, you know what I mean, like some new West Coast. Era, so wait, like who she got? Did she say someone? No, she was just fighting a fly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're okay. That's all I did. Thumb up. You're okay, right? Actually, yo, you know what? Uh-huh. Forget forget the West Coast for a second. No disrespect, but okay. we're forgetting the whole like G Unit era mm. and like dipset and like like East Coast. That stuff is so close that I think he would gravitate and love that so easily because yeah. it was just like it was just after it was basically um influenced heavily by his shit, his era, like what was yeah. going on, because he was just right before him. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. So that'd be I think to show him those vibes and show him what New York was doing. Because um, mm-hmm. you know he started off in the east, then made his way out west. So I think it'd be cool yeah. to, to show him a little bit of that. Oh man, I can't, I can't wait to play that Oxcock game with you. I'm telling you, bro, we're gonna make that happen, I su- bro. I sucked last night. I will say I sucked last night, but I'm gonna get better, and we're, and we're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna do. We're gonna get through it. Yo, I've done this. I've done this. Today was the 25th anniversary of Hit 'Em Up. By the way. Wow, wow, 20, 20. That's crazy. Yeah. Time is flying. Th- yo. Yeah, think about oh. it. Um. Okay. Quick, quick question. Aside from Hit 'Em Up, what's your favorite beef song of all time? And I already know what you're gonna say. What am I gonna say? You're gonna say back to back. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna. Who? I wasn't really outside for it, but like looking back on the era and just looking back at like what it meant, the whole like Nas, Jay Z, like Ether, like you're gonna say Ether too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, just nice. looking back at it, yeah, of course. What are you picking? Um. <clears throat> well, I, like, I think. My answer is like I loved not any one particular 50 cent diss track, oh, man. but 
the end of every 50 cent diss song where he was just talking shit yeah yeah love yeah. those and i do appreciate in this conversation i'm sure we've had before but just the fact that like back to back was a club banger oh definitely definitely if you can have a diss track that's in the clubs like you won you won yeah like people um, are dancing to your demise. <laughs> yeah. People are stomping on your grave, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what was the mixtape that 50 put out right before Get Richard Dash Tryon? I had that when I was younger. I don't remember the title, mm. but he had some disses on there, bro. Like he had some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hits. He had uh, How to Rob, where he was talking about how he would rob all the popular yes, rappers in yes, the game. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. That was, that was a classic song. Oh, man. Yeah, yo, we got We definitely gotta play this game. Like, you got me amped to like just go yeah. back and just pick categories and just go through this. Like, we're doing this. Oh, you'll come downtown for a nice little housewarming soon. Yeah, yeah. I recommend all the listeners too. Yo, get on this easy game. Just break out your phone, choose some mm-hmm. categories you want to play or or you want to go down and just pick the best song, man. Yeah, exactly. We'll lead by example real soon. The world generous speaking. Yes, yes, yes. Patrick Dennis Jr., check it out, man. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, working on some stuff for the summer, so stay tuned. Can't wait to hear what that is. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. you. Shop like Shaq with a K. Um, yeah, man, we'll be back next week. I can't wait until till we start potting in person. Then I'll, maybe I'll hop on this beat because I don't. I need more energy with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I need you in person. As I a real you. life hype man. I got you. That's me. That's what I do. <laughs> hey. You gotta get the producer on it too. <laughs> yeah, producer can hop on whenever she's ready. Her rapper hands are crazy. <laughs> <laughs>